right, all right, all right. So again, we want to thank everybody for watching, everybody for listening. We are here with another episode of Thoughtful Discussions with Josh Snyder. Yes, and my co-host Corey O'Chad. You know the one and only guys, the one and only. But we got a special guest here today. We do. We got we got somebody in here today. Number one in the city is what I heard. If that's the word on the street, that's what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> and other awards too, right? Yeah. There's more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So okay. Awards. We're gonna talk more about that. Yeah, so. yeah. We're about to get down with it, guys. So we on another episode of Thoughtful Discussion with Josh Schneider and yours truly, Corey O'Chai, and we have with us today. Well, I'm Princess Jafar. Hello. Hi, hubbies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you being here. Oh, I'm happy yeah. to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, backstory. I want to hear, like, kind of, how, how did you guys meet? You know, how did, how did we make it to this point in thoughtful discussion? You know, how did all this come to be? I think we circle each other's orbits. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I think the one of the first time I remembered meeting you, I used to work at the Ace Hotel, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, you served me coffee, and it was delicious, Um, so there was a... Of course it was. Yeah, (laughs) Um, but there was, uh, it was obviously you, and I'd seen you around town, this was probably, I mean, what, five years ago, six years ago, something like that, and um, it was just like, okay, cool, and and so uh, acquaintances, and I'm sure art shows, and concerts, and you know, being around town, I'm, I'm sure we've we've uh, been around the same circles. We got some some great uh, mutual friends as mm-hmm. well, and um, maybe even seen a show or two. I, I'm not I'm not sure. I'd have to you know yeah. d- dive deep in that mm-hmm. that memory bank. It's might maybe been a while, but um, you know, Pittsburgh is such a small town, and. You know, I, I saw a picture recently you had with uh, D.S. Kinzel. Yeah. He's a... We're uh, old friends. Yeah, yeah. same. And, uh-huh. like, I, I love him to death. So proud to see what he's doing, what he's working on, and, yeah, and support him in, in his, um, you know, everything that, that he's moving forward with. So very exciting. Um, but Pittsburgh as a whole is just... Once you know... Once you're, you got your foot in the door and you know a few people... And I'm a transplant. I've been here for almost 12 years. Um, but yeah, once you know similar. similar. Yeah, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. transplants in the building. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I mean... I, I can't know, wait to hear the story. Me neither, not, me neither. So thoughtful discussion, you know, a lot of times we talk about that thing we love, right? Mm-hmm. And, we, and, we, and we, we go a little deeper into it, how you got started, uh, all, all types of things. You know, how did you... We always say that the two greatest days of your life are the day you were born and the day you kind of find out why you were born. Mm-hmm. And you, when you're doing that thing, it feels like, oh, this is what I was here to do. This is what I'm meant to do. Now, let's let's talk to the people about that thing that you love and, okay. what, the, and what you do in this beautiful world we call that we exist in. Yeah, I think uh, what I do overall, because I like a lot of different mediums mm-hmm. for art, mm-hmm. I think what I like to do overall is uh, be a cultural critic mm. and uh, a troll. <laughs> <laughs> I say I'm a villain for good. Villain for good. Yeah, that's my slogan. So that means I'll be here forever, I'm here for good, but I'm yeah. also, um, I use um, villain tactics for uh, for the good of the people. Oh, I love it. So I, I demand I justice that. instead of asking for it. Oh, we have to dig a little deeper. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, how, how, do you, how, do you, how do you do that? Like, what's, what's, what's your approach? Yeah. 
Uh, well, I'm, um, I've been doing it for a long time now. Um, in, since I was a kid, mm-hmm. I have been, um, I've had this compulsion to stand up for anyone in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always like the tallest kid or the second tallest kid also. Yeah. So maybe that had something to do with it, but I was always very protective of everybody. And, um, the same response has happened my whole life. So in second grade, I went to a, a, a Christian school, Catholic school. And my sister wrote an essay called No Penis, No Polo. No Penis, No Polo? Yeah. You get, okay, okay, we got to get deeper right. into that. Like, so this was, where, this where was legendary. Older sister? Older sister. <laughs> okay. This was probably like 1994 or something like that. Ooh. She wrote this essay. 94? Yeah. She wrote it on a typewriter or like on a word processor kind of thing. Right. Printed out like that. <laughs> and she printed out a bunch of copies and put it all over the, um, the Catholic school. It was called No Penis, No Polo, because at the time, only boys were allowed to wear button-up polos, and girls had to wear, like, full blouses. And, oh, that's uh, beautiful. Yeah, and that Bush. really changed my point of view on a lot of things, that you can, like, demand change and have it happen. And I was always so proud of it, because in my grade, all the girls would wear polos. And I'd be like, my sister is the reason <laughs> that you can wear a polo. Yeah. Uh, you know. So when the girls had to wear skirts to the recital and the boys could wear pants I stood up and said the girls should be able to wear pants too and all of the girls made fun of me and said I wanted to wear dresses which is true I did but (laughs) I was shocked but that was the first time where the audience that I was like trying to like stand up for like um, mimicked society Mm. and chose to like see me as you know as the freak instead of you know Mm. and that same thing will happen today yeah. In these scenes, so uh, uh, Pittsburgh, as we know, is a highly segregated city. Absolutely, yes. One of the worst. Case, it's like an apartheid town, basically, right. and um, that is, we see that in our art scene, our music scene, in any scene, and in mm-hmm. we'll get to it. But in my art world, I go from a lot of different scenes, and as I see all white flyers, again and again and again, mm. I used to call out the flyer. But now yeah. I learned you call in, so I message the group. Right. Say what? Do, I usually ask questions like, "What do we see? What's wrong with this flyer?" That's that's a gem in itself, right there. What you just said. Yeah. Call in. Yeah. So that's something that's being popularized over the last five, probably longer than that, five ten years or something like that. But getting to our circles now of like, calling in first. Um, so you message them directly mm. and you say this might be a problem before you call them out yeah before which mm. is really hard for me I just want to be like you're the <laughs> fucking problem yeah. <laughs> it's really fun um, to make people sweat but yeah. um, uh, you know that's not helpful especially as you said in a small town yeah, um, right. and uh, no one really wants that so you call them in right. message them say you know there's probably there's a problem here can we get more people on the cast can we right. you know or you um Talk to the manager of the bar and say we need a we need a black manager on staff. Right. We need um, a booking agent of color. Oh, man. Talk that talk. You talk know. that talk, so, man. I love yeah. that. And then you and if they don't do that, then you tell them we're gonna threaten a boycott. Mm-hmm. Usually at that point they'll, they'll they'll block you and then enact all of your policies that you just mm-hmm. yeah. And then they'll be like we're the most we're the most you know whatever group in town and. Princess Jafar is a villain, and they need to be ended. But you know, they try to vilify you. 
They, yeah. I already, but you're already myself. being right, the yeah. villain. Yeah. So, 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 oh, so you just yeah. double down. Yes, <laughs> that's um, it. Because I've always been so like outspoken. Yeah. All through um, school and everything that I, I learned that pattern of, you will be vilified for speaking out. Right. So now you live in that, and you're okay mm-hmm. with that, as long as you're vilifying for good. Yeah, vilifying for good. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. mental gymnastics. And people, but I yeah. love that. People can use my persona so they can message me and they can say, this injustice is happening. And I say, okay, I will comment about it. And, yeah. and then that character gets attacked. It doesn't exist. So you're a superhero, a superhero, the, the, a superhero disguised yeah. as a villain. Yeah. You could is say that, it's a, um, an anti-villain, I think. is the Anti-villain? I'm not I sure mean, if it's anti-hero or anti-villain, but it's one of those. It's I a literary term. Yeah, I love that. It's it's what happens more and more in yeah. in these TV series where the villain gets like a full story. Okay. Right. I, I think I think you know it is uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And the, not everybody's built for that. I'm not built for a lot of times. I I don't feel like I I navigate uncomfortable conversations well, mm-hmm. right? It's just like I'm I'm always afraid to sometimes state the obvious. I have to like you know like kind of like stutter step around it mm-hmm. and it's a problem I have so I, I'm always inspired yeah. I'm inspired by people that are willing to say no yeah, no that's yeah. just that just right there all on the spot say no that's not right and no one else is going to say something but guess mm-hmm. what you, you found the right one today right well you, you know, know what I mean it that might takes, not be safe for you to do and it's okay and but, if you you know if it's not safe for you to do you can message me mm-hmm. and I'll do it mm-hmm. some people are just yeah. built like that you yeah. know I I, I so this started when you were younger. Yeah, uh-huh, very young. I've always okay. been, um, and I guess I would say an activist now, but right. I wouldn't use the term of the time. Hmm. Right. I just um, always stood up for what was right, um, in okay. my opinion. Gotcha. Uh, and looking back now, it's so wild to me that I was in classes in high school where I had to debate whether or not bombing abortion clinics was like good or bad yeah. whether or not even being gay yeah. was like a yeah. good or bad thing it's crazy to think Amazing. about going looking back like that was only 20 years ago yeah, i was like was... defending my existence for a grade oh you're extreme as well yeah you i mean you, you yeah all yeah. the way all the way it's it's it's, yeah. it's a a or z no b c it's, it's yeah. a to z well i am neurodivergent which means that, like, I'm, uh, I don't have a typical brain activity. ADHD. ADHD yeah. is, is, is part, part of, of yeah, it's part of what I'm experiencing. And um, there's a lot of extremes with ADHD. Yeah. And um, one of my extremes is um, uh, when I get a when I learn something, yeah. it's like a, it's a click. So if I learn I that something is racist, mm-hmm. it's done. Mm-hmm. You lock on. It's 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 oh you know that's it and we yeah. all move on, and um, uh, when other people can't make that that switch as easily, yeah. um, I'm like what's what are you doing? And then like um, so I feel like people with ADHD or something are like less traditionalists mm. because everything has to have a reason like it has to make sense. Right. Uh, I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna right. just put up a Christmas tree because you told me to. But I will put up a Christmas tree once I learn that like a Christmas tree is great and it feels good. Yeah, that's a good reason to put up a Christmas tree. Oh, that makes sense. Now. Yeah. So I will so, put up. So I love so, putting up Christmas tree. No, because you have we have a lot of people right uh, 
at, at one point in time, myself included, why, like, why is everything bad now? Mm-hmm. Why is it? Why is it bad now? Right? Mm-hmm. But that was me following status quo. You know, yeah. um, I, I couldn't see it. I couldn't yeah. see why I was doing these things. I was just thinking, this is what you're supposed to do. Well, we have the generation now that questions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and and it's so uncomfortable for the, the the aging the aging, you know, humanity like the aging community because you know it's going against how they were raised. Right. But we, you know, they say we do it so they can do it better. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, not hearing it the way you just explained it mm. makes a lot more sense. Not because you're just sitting here, but like I yeah. never really was able, no one has ever broken it down like that. Like, as you know, one plus one equals two. Like, it's not going to be, it's not going to be three just because y'all told me it was three when I was growing up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you right. know, it has to make sense. That's, that's very interesting though, right? Yeah. It gets me in trouble though. So like with, yeah. uh with a, a roommate or something um, I don't want to discuss like um, I don't want to like okay like if it's hard to get to if I know the rules about like bacteria around raw meat mm-hmm. I don't care what what your opinions on it are right like I don't there's care. facts there's yeah. facts around like raw meat yeah. Like, it can't thaw for 12 hours on the counter. You can't thaw raw meat and then put it back in the fridge and then thaw it again and then put <laughs> right. it back in and then leave it out and then cook your food and then leave it for 12 hours and then put it in the fridge and then eat it again. I'm like, you're going to die. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then other people are like, no, everyone gets a say on raw meat. You know, what do you think? What do you think? And I'm like, no, only the experts. I'm going to Google the raw meat rules. <laughs> that's, that's and that's what we're going to go by. I don't yeah. care about your yeah. opinion on it. You're going to get warm. It's an, yes. it's an objective <laughs> truth right there. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just like, no, these are facts. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what you operate off of. Um, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like to listen to nonfiction. Yeah, my I like fiction. audiobooks. Yeah, you know, I mean, I like um, podcasts. I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. What? What? Which, which one of your favorite books that you think represents? Uh, what is one of the books you've read that you feel like you've used throughout your life? Like that one book that you can keep coming back to. Maybe you keep yeah. saying a few phrases because I know it's nonfiction. So you're yeah. probably reading self help books. Are we reading? Or it's more like um, histories of um, of uh, like entertainment. Mm. Or art, like books about art, or okay. books yeah. about language, or something like that. Okay. Um, I would say a book that's influenced. So, um, hmm. I guess I use books more for resources or I references, guess. and like I listen to um, a couple books. So I love the audiobooks now because as I'm getting older, I'm like really losing my. Um, uh, attention span yeah and so reading happening. is just getting I just like really I don't even know if I can read anymore so audiobooks <laughs> okay. uh, like yeah. can I really read more than a page like yeah, I don't think I can no it's getting crazy yeah. for me too. like to read six yeah. chapters in a like when you're a kid you can just read constantly yeah. um, so audiobooks are a great way to yeah. read to digest books. the content yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. but then I'm, uh, you know as I say was um, I go through a book or something and then I might not remember any of it Right. And that's okay with me. Retention yeah. is not the goal. So always. there's a there's a new thing that I've been seeing, um, and my fiance tried it, and she's re- read like six books in the last few weeks. 
um, where she does the audiobook and then she's reading it at the same time. Oh. And mm. she loves it. She, she says it's like better than a movie. Like she's just with her headphones in and just yeah. like f- flipping pages. And like having someone read it to you while you're reading yeah. is. Uh, apparently, I don't know if my I haven't, bu- I don't I haven't know if tried my it yet. But allow that, though. You know what I mean? I gotta buy. There's a lot of book. stuff on, um, you know, for for free, and she's she's getting stuff uh, from the library. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people. The library. That, I think the library has an app with audiobooks. That's yeah, where I do. get my audiobooks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, All right. Okay. Okay. But don't yeah. don't sp- stress the budget. Yeah. You gotta get out yeah. there and do it. No, I, Try. I, that's it. No, no. And, you know, it's an investment. It's uh, an investment. I always look at it as an investment. So, if you're able to retain like a lot more information, I mean, it's yeah. definitely worth giving it a try. She's she. Yeah. So she let, 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 I love it. I love it. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna think about that. Um, but let, let's talk about let's talk about your career. Okay. Let's let's talk about let's talk about the, uh, you know, where where people can really see you in your in your natural in your natural state. Yeah, I think my most natural state is um, on stage with a microphone. Come on with it. Yeah. Um, I um, love emceeing. I love hosting. I love stand-up. I love singing. I love to be in control of a room with a microphone. Yeah. 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 Where did that start? Like, what was what was the first? Let's let's go here. Yeah. The first time you ever you found it out. Like, when was the first time you were on stage or you or you were holding court? You know what I mean? You yeah. know what I'm talking no, about. No, I do. Yeah. It's so early that I couldn't tell you because, uh, okay, so I, I'm born at the end of the 80s. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in a small town outside of Cleveland, like 40 minutes outside of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in these small towns, in these counties, there was one karaoke DJ for like maybe a whole section of the state. Because <laughs> okay. it's not like today where you can, oh, I have a YouTube account. Right. I'll, I'll Correct. Do, I'll do karaoke tonight. Right. You had to have laser discs, which were this big, mm-hmm. in like huge crates yeah. with the um, monitors, with the stands that could support it, multiple microphones. Like it was a, it was like a white van full. Oh, absolutely. Of stuff. And you had to have thousands of tracks, which were yeah. all physical, and the books, and you know, the books still remain. I love when a karaoke night still has the <laughs> yeah. books. Yeah. But um, I haven't seen one of those in years. Right? Oh my god. But goodness. do you remember the laser disc? Yeah. Music videos? Yeah, yes. I every like few months I research on YouTube to see if someone has uploaded the Laserdisc karaoke videos because I want to see them again. Mm, yeah, they're not the music videos that played on MTV. They're like low budget weird versions. <laughs> I, so, uh, so anyways, there's one karaoke person per right. I don't know six county area, and that was my uncle. Um, and so I was, was going to ask if yeah. there was someone in the family yeah, right. say, like, shout out to your uncle That's yes. his, his name is uh, Al, his, it was Alvis Productions with an A Alvis Alvis and it was, it was like country rural area yeah so uh, we so he would pick up me and my sister I was like four, five, six, and she was like um, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and we would right. sing we would um like work karaoke all night with him, yeah. at the bars at night, help him out. And because we were great, when you're, when you're out in the country, of like, legends yes. right here. So me and my sister, apply. right? Nineties rules. rules did not apply. No, not <laughs> at all. So uh, smoking yeah, section. My my first show, <laughs> I remember. Um, I I did like a karaoke class. I mean karaoke class, a karate class, as a kid, as like a three or four year old, and I found out that my karate instructor was a musician in a local band and I asked my parents if I could go see 
um, my karate teacher's show. So my first show, I was like three or four. Right. Um, and I remember like actually like enjoying it. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I, I went to to like say hi. To, I was like said hi to my, my you can remember teacher. that too and everything. Oh yeah, Clearly. my memory is crazy. I yeah. have a very very deep and long memory. But um, okay. that night I got so sick from the cigarette smoke. <laughs> that I, I puked. I puked it. You know, like at night as like a three and a half year old. Because it's the nineties. Like yeah, the nineties were different. Smoking sections was yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You could smoke anywhere, guys. Right. So okay. So yeah, my it's uncle Ohio would. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's Ohio. So my uncle would take me around. Ohio's different. We would do um, all the songs, um, Love Shack, like all the Wild Thing, all the Elvises, like yeah. Travis, all the classics and the country songs, and. Um, uh, when we weren't doing that, we were singing at his house. We were just like constantly practicing. Yeah. I didn't know it was practice. And then in uh, fourth grade, we went to Cedar Point, which right. is like the the roller coaster. What's it called? Amusement park on the coast of Ohio. Yeah. And um, I, we were at a show, where they're performing. And I got up and went to the stage, and I was like, "Can I sing now?" <laughs> right off the, I mean, yeah. just walked on stage. I went up to the like to it. Yeah, you know, because you're like looking up at, it. <laughs> and they're like, sure, and they let me on, and I did a bunch of like 1940s songs, like Ain't She Sweet and Wild, like Wild Thing, and that's my that was my song. Wild Thing was like my song. Yeah, and um, I you know killed it, got off, and then the and then they gave me like a participation button, and then the rest of the day, people were coming up to me, and they were like, you killed it, that was awesome. <laughs> um, but it that really, was the bug right there. That was yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I want it. Yeah. But it pissed off my family so much. My family was so mad that Why? I did that. Why? Because I was centering myself. I don't mean centering as in. I was putting the attention on me. Yeah. I was saying, I am like this. I am it. I'm a special yeah, yeah. one. And um, my family always just wanted me, me to be humble, mm. modest, you know, um, very submissive, not in like a, um, not in a uh, zen way. More in yeah. like a, let's break your spirit so you can do what we say kind of yeah. way. You know, mm, I yeah. got you. Yeah, I you're, got you're you. agreeing to that. I do understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I also experience ADHD, and uh, I have a son who's nine years old, and he's, uh, it's it's tough. Like he's he's pushing back, and I'm you know trying to be. A good parent, but also you, you got to be stern and, and mm-hmm. but helpful, and you know there's a there's a, a lot of different emotions. I mean, he's got t- a couple yeah. kids, and, yeah. and it's I got, kids are can be hard. Yeah, I got and, I got two girls. I got yeah. two beautiful princesses. Um, I think I'm still at that stage right now where they they still they still look up to daddy's a superhero. <laughs> Hopefully they'll never yeah. they'll never lose that. But I, they're getting, becoming teenagers now, yeah. so the attention is no longer like you know walking down the street. I'm not holding hands. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like, hey, daddy, I think I got this on my own. So I have to <laughs> I have to adjust as a parent, understanding you know who they are now right. to uh, help them, you know, be their biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Yes. That's all I want to do. Like, I don't care what it is you want to do. I just want to be your biggest cheerleader, and I want to make sure that whatever you do, let you know I got the, I got your back. Yeah, that's, that's great. It. That's all you know, yeah. um, so like not really um, having some having uh, growing up in a home similar to that with that environment that you were just speaking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, sounds like there's a lot of conflict that comes from that. 
Yeah. You know, and how, and I don't think you're the type of person that is submissive just from the beginning of our conversation. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? Just just shake it off real quick. (laughs) Um, uh, How did, how did you combat that or how did you find your peace in in growing up? Um, I found it in television. I really Mm -hmm. um, escaped into the families I saw on TV. I was mm-hmm. just obsessed with sitcoms, um, and uh, I still am. That's like it for me. I love <laughs> what you watching now. Sitcoms. What you watching now? What, I'm currently. What, 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 what holds up to yeah. your standards? Right? I just recently illegally downloaded seasons four and five of the Drew Carey Show. <laughs> You're just a criminal. <laughs> yes, because it's not streaming anywhere. Yo, that's. It's great. It still it still holds up. It's amazing. It still holds up, man. I was I was shocked. I was shocked by how forward it is. And um, uh, on an episode yesterday, Mimi said that Drew's brother turned her inside out, and I was like, "They can mm. say that yeah. in the nineties on TV? You turned me inside out? That's Rit- so foul! Like, like that is." Yeah. Ren and Stippy is uh yeah it, it was it was different watching it as an adult than watching <laughs> it as a kid you know what I'm saying right but you know hey Drew Carey yeah Cleveland I mean yes. you know uh so I mean it drunk. is hitting like a it's hitting a crazy specific nostalgia moment yeah <laughs> I can see that it's wild so speaking of TV have you yeah. ever been on TV oh have I ever been on TV or a part of a show like big big no. drag show like a TV show yeah no. Um, have you, what, there was something about, um, one of the awards that I saw, but maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing it. I don't know. Oh, you fell for one of my scams. Maybe that's I'm it. So oh, sorry. come on. What's please that tell us now with the scam. I'm so sorry. Let's go. Yeah. No. Yeah. You troll. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just trolling is, straight guys. Yeah. That don't watch I'm just drag taking race. advantage. I'm taking advantage of the plethora of drag race seasons yeah. and episodes. Yeah. So I just added to my bio recently that I was <laughs> on season was. two of Drag Race. Because we're currently at season 15. Yeah. So you got to go back and you got to watch that shit. I said it was season two top seven. No one knows the score. Who are man. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's just yeah. because... You got kicked off at the second episode. Yeah, that's my uh, response <laughs> to the changing industry where, like, literally we can't get seen unless we're yeah. on TV. What do you... What do you yeah, because I was going to ask, yeah. like... Um, I'm, I, I, I think I think it was one of the one of the most interesting like se- seasons that I watched was like the RuPaul when it first came mm-hmm. out, you know, yeah. the whole drag race and those things, and um, gave me a whole different perspective mm-hmm. on it. You know, what I mean, yeah. it was it wasn't just it wasn't just um, I don't know. I, I was coming from ignorance, a lot of ignorance, and oh, just kind of just sure. like most watching. people are when it yeah. comes to drag. Even drag you know, queens are pretty ignorant. Yeah, what do you like? And I, and I, I see the There's change. work that goes into it. Yeah, I see yeah. the change now because of the popularity of yeah, it, definitely. right? Where I felt like, and this is just me, and this is me outside looking in. I, I yeah. can't even. Who am I to have an opinion? My opinion, mm-hmm. believe me, is not That's anything valid. That's the problem. Yeah, though, is that your opinion is as valid as anyone else's? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. which is the problem. So you could watch one episode and then go online and like be an expert on a field that you have no idea about. So like, I, I love metaphors, I love like comparisons, and I've been thinking about like, um, the way that drag has been um, like uh, popularized. Right. Um, it would be like if, um, if they made a competitive reality show about like, um, like okay, you remember that rap show a couple years ago that was on Netflix? 
with um oh yeah with with, with uh from Cardi- the Migos yeah, yeah from the Migos yeah. um yeah Offset yeah, yeah it was like yeah it was I, really yeah. great it was amazing yeah if that show would have caught on and um like blown up in a way where like white kids all across the country all all of a sudden had rap personas and were writing bars mm. and were doing that and that like in the first five seasons of that show they said like off the chain and they said um like uh so they like I don't know like they they used one catchphrase from every like three years of hip hop mm. all random out of place no context and then you got these kids who are just like like um. Um, this ain't the butterfly, it's a Tootsie Roll. And then they're like, um, like, you really like went there at the Holiday bit. Inn. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. what are you saying? That doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense. So um, I think that's what happened in drag is like, there's this old kind of secret hmm. world. And then it gets like blown up, put on TV. And just like the biggest, most shiny popular parts are what yeah. is seen. And then all of a sudden, everyone is a queen and everyone has a yeah. persona. The bubble will burst, but... We're I mean, currently yeah, in this yeah. weird spot. That, that's interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, isn't that how it works too? I mean, well, a lot of things it works like that. You yeah. know, it becomes something that is personalized. It is, it is underground. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, like punk rock at a time. You know, before like it was accepted. Yeah, that's what, what a lot of people say was the best time. Right. But once the once the gates were opened up, you know, it, it allowed a lot of people to come in. And I yeah. think there's two sides to that coin. Definitely. I think there's definitely two sides of the corner. I think, you know, you know, people that are at home and, you know, scared to, they have this feeling inside of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oh, I know this is, there's something else out there. Right. And they see that type, they see the show. Um, and it was like, oh, there's, there's more of us. Yeah. There's more of us. So it inspires me to become open or to, to be like, oh, I, be okay with the way I'm feeling. Right. So it, it, it ignites something. Yeah, I think it can cause a lot more people to be more open, mm-hmm. but you know, with more comes more. Right. You know, and exactly. there's going, there's going, there's going. I think anything that is good takes a lot of work to stay good. Mm-hmm. And um, there's probably been a lot of. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. in general. I just those. You know, it's kind of just universal law how things kind of yeah. work out. Yeah. But, it's, yeah. But you know, it's like I was just kind of saying. It's like also there's like. Um, uh, like longevity and hmm. who's gonna be there? Yeah, like I've been yeah. in the, I've been doing and like performing in the drag scene uh, for about ten years, and it's just um, it's so interesting to like look around and see like um, who's come and gone, who's still yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's interesting. I can see yeah. that for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we were talking about this in in the other podcast, right? There's there's the, there's like you can have, I mean, you can go out there and do what someone else is doing, mm-hmm. but if you're not doing it for the right reason, it won't last. Right, right. Right. There's something that has to be under that because you're going to hit a wall yeah. and a wall of exhaustion and you can't go forward. And the only thing that's going to keep you moving is mm-hmm. the thing that's really deep inside of you. Yes. Right. You know, so if you don't. Any artist. Yeah. And any uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Business, any art. Any craft, yeah. uh, any way that you want to live life, it, it all stems from these core values and right. your true beliefs, yeah. and that's the stuff that is the additional gas. When you, I mean, you know, that's 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 the fuel 
that's that's the fuel when you're down in the fume the fumes in the gas tank. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And the only thing that's gonna keep you moving and those are the ones that survive. <laughs> you no, know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know? that's real. Yeah. I um I often see it like because people's work gets ripped off all the time. Mm-hmm. That's upsetting. Um and then but I think of it like um that, that we artists are a stream yes. and um people can Love take that. a bucket of water mm-hmm. but like um you know what are they going to do when they need to drink next week or something, you know? Yeah. So, this, yeah. We were talking about it at the, uh, we had an event a few weeks ago, and it's like um, people get real concerned that people are going to steal their thing. And um, my, my point of view, and um, I've talked to my brother John about this, that like people will only, people that are trying to like, you know, buy your style or, or yeah. take mimic off of you, um, they're only ever going to be able to, to rise to whatever level you show them. Right. And if they don't have that fuel inside of them, then they're never going to be able to create anything above what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I think we're speaking the same language. Yeah. Um, a really great metaphor, the way that you said it uh, about the stream and, and um, you know, they could try to pull a bucket out every once in a while. But if you have the, you know, uh, the volume yeah. of, uh, you know, of, of your create creativity, then that no one will will ever get, be able to take that away. So right. that's amazing. I love that. I went through that this summer because um, I was I I'm currently being um, uh, shadow banned, blacklisted by the Pittsburgh drag scene hmm. um, for speaking up too many times. I've like really labeled myself a pariah, someone who's like gotcha. gonna start shit when all I'm doing is like pointing out. Um, all white casts and stuff, you know, and so, so it's very yeah. easy to say, like, this person's actually booking these shows, mm-hmm. but you're pointing it out, so you're the problem. I'm the problem. Okay, great. But oh, um, yeah. what's maddening and what is, like, what really drives me crazy, and I hate to admit it because I don't like to let people know that they're getting to me, okay. but what drives me crazy is I'll do a show. Right. They they say I don't exist. They say I don't, because okay, I'm saying a lot, but when I won the award this summer for best um, drag queen in Pittsburgh, hmm. the queens freaked out because I'm not part of their circles. I, I do drag in other scenes all around. Right, right. So they didn't vote for me. So because they didn't vote for me, they think that everyone else in the city yeah. uh, would follow them. But yeah. no one knows their little scene politics, and right. I've actually been going around and meeting hundreds and right. thousands of people in Pittsburgh, and right. they, they vote for me when they see my name on the thing. So... They said, why did she win? She doesn't live here, and she doesn't do drag. And uh, so I decided to make a little tour and some shirts that say, I don't live here and I don't do drag. Okay. <laughs> Embrace that. Okay. But, um, lean into it. Yeah, lean into it. But, <laughs> but you know, they say, I don't live here. They say, I don't do drag. Right. But then when I put on a show, I see that same show theme the next month. And so it's like, okay, so if I don't exist, how am I still influencing you? So what I'm kind of planning to do now is whenever I put on a show, I'm going to make another flyer for their fake show in my same theme, mm-hmm. like for the next week or something like that, uh, just to like give them some help. Like, here you go. Like, I made a fl- Here's yours. <laughs> well, Since you you're going to do my show next week anyways. All we always think of is, is that once the, the, the brighter the light shines, the more shadows it casts. Yeah. You know, and it, 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 I think it's always, I think it's a natural transition as you continue to rise. Right. You know, and, and anybody in any field, they continue to rise. Um, there's a detachment from, you know, you, 
you're no longer on a certain level. And, and a lot of times people, they, you may have been great with those people from right. before, you right. know, but as you, as you rise, you know, they, they, a lot of people subconsciously just want to keep you there. Because they're keeping themselves there. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Because so, you're, you're breaking, yeah, you breaking your own mold yeah. um, shows that you can change. So a lot of these people that yeah. I met 10 years ago, I was a photographer, a videographer, mm-hmm. uh, not a video, you know, that's right, right. Uh, writer, all these different things, helping them make short films, helping them make music yeah. videos. And as I was like, I've been performing my whole life. I, I can perform too. Yeah. Yeah. Then they were like, no, you're not front of the camera. You're behind the camera. And I'm mm. like, no, actually, I was never supposed to be behind the camera. Mm. I was always supposed to be front of the camera. This was all part of the process. Yeah. That's and, it. You know, when you redefine yourself, it can make people really upset. Absolutely. Yeah. And what, did they say? what did Jay-Z say? He was a... Uh, they're looking at me strange at saying that I changed, but you think I worked that hard just to stay the same? Yeah, right, exactly. You know, like, you, you put in the work, uh, and it's, it's part of your natural process. And, and shout out to all everyone out there in the, in the community. I mean, I think everybody deserves that um, because you're living your truth. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, but it seems like this is, like, I, I, wanted to get, I wanted to actually get back to, you know, the scene. Because that's what we're talking about right now, right? Yeah. I wanted to talk about that transition that happened once the floodgates did open, and and these type of things um, where I wanted I want to talk about like when you started and what you see now, and how do you think that you can make now better? Like, how what do you think? Well, let me just say one thing. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Sure. I'm, like, I'm, I'm I want to like, say I want to explain that the reason why it upsets me. Okay. The reason why this gets to me is because I really want community. Mm-hmm. I really want to be embraced by the drag community, and I want to be a part of it. And I, because I have been for so long, and I just, I just feel, like you know, left out. So yeah. I, I, I'm upset because I want in. You know what I mean? Like, but you not, also want them to do better. a place of malice. Yeah, yeah. I so want like, to be proud I want you to do better. Scene. Yeah. And I want to be in it. Yeah, because right. I'm. I wouldn't critique if I, if I was going to abandon it. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. I'd be like, oh fuck that. But it's like yeah. I want to stay here, so it has to be cool. Right, like we gotta yeah. keep going with the times. How, how do you think? What's, what do you think we can do to? What do you think can happen to make something like that happen? You know, I'm not sure. Um, I think it's just, um, for me, it is like proving to individuals mm-hmm. that I'm not the villain that they've heard about. So gotcha, when man. I meet someone like yeah. tonight, even yeah. you might have been nervous. Like Princess Jafar is coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She gonna scream at us. <laughs> so, but then no, I get here. I'm like, hi, I'm nice. We're cool. You've been so cool. Okay. Yeah, you know that's yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to do. Like, yeah. Individually, I hope that people get to understand that I'm very, you know, caring and I, I'm, I'm very. I consider myself very pro-human. Yeah, I love humans. I love humanity. Right. I have always had like a hyper crush thing where I'm just like usually have like 35 people that I'm in love with yeah. at one point. Okay. So. Well, you know, I mean, even from the beginning of the podcast, that was the first thing you said. You know, it was like standing up for people yeah. that, yeah. Um, you know, just standing up for humanity in general. You know, when you were talking about the no polo, no penis, no polo, yes. I thought that was, and, and you know, seeing your sister, you know, write that inspired mm-hmm. you to be able to say, you know what, I can change what is standard. The you, dress code, like yeah, how... Yeah. Like official is that? If that can be changed, yeah, that is pr- at, you know, at like, a Catholic school that? or a Christian yes. school. Yes. That's in '94. Yeah, uh huh. 
That, right. that, 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 I mean, you might be in the history books. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. Because yeah. that's, that's, that's uh, especially Ohio yeah. and Cleveland. And because of that energy, I came out um, in second grade, mm-hmm. 1995. This mm-hmm. is years before Ellen, years before any of those people. Um, and I came out as, um, as, a, as gay and as a girl. And in uh, second grade, I said, because uh, what happened was, you know, in every elementary school, there's a... 95? 95, yeah. yeah. OG. So I've been out since for 18 years. Um, so I've, I've been here. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> 95? <laughs> yeah. Second grade? Second grade. Ohio? Ohio, Catholic school. Um, and I, uh, every elementary school has a poem with the word gay in it. You know, mm. it's like, the yeah. summer was gay. And it's like, yeah. all the kids laugh. And Catholic school, so they said, you know, gays are going to hell. And I was mm-hmm. like, no. I stood up mm-hmm. and I was like, gays are good or something like that. And um, and then I demanded that everyone call me a girl and see me as a girl. Mm-hmm. And people would come up to me and say, like, you're a girl. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm a girl. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just like a, that all came. And it's, it's. There was no one telling you to do this. Yeah, you no, just knew that that was right for you. The exact opposite. People yeah. were telling me, "Don't be gay." My my like yeah. Lebanese conservative yeah. Christian father, right. Arab father, would literally say to us, "Don't be that gay," because yeah. he would see it on TV. Like you know, yeah. Roseanne would yeah. kiss right. Morgan Fairchild that week on Roseanne. He would get so pissed. You look, know, look, look, look. I mean, people, uh, me hearing this, right? That yeah. I say that takes so much courage, but I know courage is not the absence of fear; is the triumph over it, mm. right? Okay, like so, like. How did you navigate? Like that, yeah, yeah, you're right, right. You know, put that, put that, in, put, put that in there. <laughs> um, but it's like, how, um, how did you navigate those thoughts that young? Because you said you remember yeah. a lot, you right. know. That's a especially lot. without guidance from like parents yeah. that wanted to see you succeed yeah. in that way. Yeah. Right, they this, definitely did not want that. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right. you, that's, you could. You know, I mean, yeah. there's probably kids you wouldn't even weren't able to hang with. Like in public, you know, oh, at yeah. that time, you know. Yeah, definitely didn't have very many friends. I most of elementary school and junior high, you know, middle school, all that high school, um, and yeah. What? Well, um, my parents were pretty absent in my childhood, okay. so which meant that I could watch, you know, whatever was on, uh, not cable TV. We didn't have cable, mm-hmm. so I would come home and watch. Um, Jerry Springer, right. Ricky Lake, oh, Sal Jesse, yeah. Donahue, all of it. And that was where we saw the freaks gotcha. um, at the time. I remember so, that. Yeah. Hmm. And there was even a, a 2020 special that I've been looking for for years. Mm. I can't find it yet. But um, that was all about trans kids in like 1997. So this is not a new issue at all. But I saw that special and saw myself in it, but also saw other kids in my class in it. And I was like, that's why I, lo- I shouldn't say their name. That's why whoever is so, like, boyish or whatever mm. I want to say now. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And me and my sister would talk about these trans kids in my class with so much compassion yeah. without ever telling those trans kids that they were trans. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we were like, that kid's trans. Or yeah. I don't even know how we would say it at the time. Yeah. Um, but it was, we were just hyper aware of it. And uh, I just always just, I don't know, I just can't. You can't. I can't lie. Well, I can. Yeah, I can't lie for an extended period of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with short lies. I'll lie to, you know, 
st- yeah. stores, yeah. Did corporations. You, who, who were your superheroes at that time? Who would you look up to at that time? Yeah. That gives you know people. You know, I I had people that I looked up to that gave me yeah. strength. You know, celebrities or my favorite superhero at the time was Captain Planet. It makes sense. Mm. Yeah, because if you look at his legs, you might think he has <laughs> green. You might think he has green pants on. No, yeah. that's his bare skin. Yeah, he's got booty shorts. Yeah, and go-go boots and a little tank top. <laughs> And a mullet, and he's Wait, like, right? "Let's save the world." Um, heart, yeah, heart. Yeah, that was. Yeah, they, they will never reboot Captain Planet because it, it is just way too anti-capitalist, and oh, it just you know, points the fingers at who it should be pointed at. But you know, that's actually part of why I have this moral compass because I grew up yeah. in the '90s. I said mm-hmm. I was raised by TV, and '90s TV was very, very like Puritan moralistic. Mm-hmm. They liked family and not stealing and mm. like there was always morals and you know it was very anti-individualism and yeah yeah so that's why I was that's that's my compass. Now, now if I was to ask like someone, you know, besides like Captain Planet, like somebody yeah. like concrete, like not somebody in the hero. world, um, who would you say is somebody that maybe was there anybody that you looked up to like a celebrity besides you know like Captain yeah. Planet? I, I get right. it, but like. I guess, you know, I was always um, focused on people who would read as queer, like um, even like Jim Carrey, Mm -hmm. even though he doesn't read gay, he's just like flamboyant. He's like not manly. So I, you know, I was really obsessed with Jim Carrey and um, Robin Williams, like those 90s actors. Those are two of my favorite uh, people, let alone comedians. Right, and the the Wayans, all 15 Wayans brothers. (laughs) Um, So yeah. like you know silly, yeah. silly people, um, and yeah, I guess that's you know yeah. that's how I looked up to. I probably okay, okay. Because yeah. I'm I'm just thinking, you know, when when you were saying that, um, every people that you were naming, these are people that were not scared to not be masculine and right. still were able to function. Yes, yeah. I loved yeah. like Polly Shore. If you oh, oh yeah. you know it's funny, <laughs> Polly Shore voiced Pinocchio. You know Polly Shore, right? Yeah, no, Polly Shore is. Yeah. yeah, well, there's like so many Pinocchio movies. He voiced Pinocchio in one of them. And Gen Z TikTokers found audio clips of Polly Shore as Pinocchio. Right. Right. And they all freaked out. They were like, oh, they finally made Pinocchio gay. And all of us boomers, gener- what is it, Xers, no. millennials are like, this voice is not gay. It's actually like the hottest man in Hollywood in 1994. But like these kids are like, that's a gay voice. I can't, this is like, this is progress. I just want to know Pauly Shore's response. Right. To everyone thinking that he's, you know? He's on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I've been watching him on TikTok. Yeah. I get would him, get him a duet on this. Yeah, you serious? I mean, Polly Shore's on TikTok. Yes, absolutely. I haven't seen Polly like, like a lot. Yeah, he's on. Like, yeah, that's the only platform he's probably hey, on. Yeah, yeah. Polly Shore, how do you feel about your voice coming off as queer coded in twenty twenty three? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tag him, tag him, repost this, <laughs> yeah. and tag him, tag him and post it, guys. But you know, absolutely. This is, we'll have a clip on TikTok and we'll tag him. We'll, we we want to know, yeah, Polly. Uh, but yeah, Paul Shore was, uh, he often did cross-dressing too, like he mm-hmm. did, um, he was, I'm Gina in Jury Duty, and, um, but yeah, it's, fantastic uh, films. Yeah, yeah, fantastic films, exactly. Yeah. Also, my grandma was really important, she was one of the only people in the family who um, wasn't threatened by my talent, 
Um, my mom was very threatened by it. She mm. was the artist. She, it was her, you know, mm-hmm. you know. She didn't yeah. pass on any of her skills, and she's like a super talented person. Mm. Um, so uh, just very selfish about it. But my grandma was always like shocked that I could um, sing like Elvis yeah. as a kid, and then sing like whoever. I remember mm. doing like all of the Simpsons voices for her, and I remember her when I did Akira, the Japanese right. guy. Sorry, cancel me. I was. <laughs> she was like, "How do you sound Japanese right now?" Yeah. Like, and then I would do the mask, and then I would do like yeah. all these different things, and uh, she was just always like so excited. And then when I got into drag and started yeah. doing makeup and stuff, she was like, she was so excited by it, yeah. and um, she would say like, uh, "What is like considered progressive for like someone born in the '30s?" She yeah. would say, "Okay, I got you." She would say, "You have a woman's brain." I love it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what that's what you are, you know. But you don't, you know, whatever. That's that was yeah. what, what did that feel like hearing love come from you know what I mean? Yeah. Confirmation. It's, it's confusing yeah, yeah. actually cuz it's like how did you how did you create my parents which gave <laughs> yeah. me no love? It's right. like it's like it skips a generation I'm thinking. Mm. So I I I love yeah. that. You know, yeah. I think as we get older we realize it doesn't matter. Yeah. It just doesn't matter, and I just like you. You see a person for the person. You see their heart. Yeah, that's all. That's all you care about. You know. That's why you know. I think grandparents. Uh, they usually. They usually. Yeah, they got that third eye. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely. can see. They can see right. They can see through everything else and just see what's what who you are. And as long as you're being true to yourself, you'll be all right. You'll make it to the old age. Yeah. You'll make it here. Um, uh, man, so you know you you were talking about singing as well, right? So yeah. she, she she acknowledged your talents. Mm-hmm. Who, who was who was the artist that really inspired you, and what you know what yeah. is your favorite genre as well? Uh, my favorite genre, I think, is soul mm. or funk. I was told oh, come on. just because when I grew up, it wasn't called that. Mm-hmm. It was called. Because if it's contemporary, you know, you very rarely call something soul or R&B until it's been like 10 years. Right. right. So in the 90s, I thought I was listening to, I would say I was listening to, um, I would call it Motown mm-hmm. at the time. That's, a, that's what we called it. Yeah. yeah I remember, now it's yeah. called doo-wop. What's it called? I don't even know. But we called it Motown. And it was pretty yeah. much anything in the 60s. Yeah. Because uh, I'm from Cleveland. Cleveland had really good radio stations in the 90s. Okay. Um, they played like... I had a very good education um, of pretty much 1940s music, um, which is all that like lollipop, you know, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But a ton of those hits. And then um, the 50s where it gets like rocky, hmm. um, 60s, um, like, and then this, you know, I'm just saying decades, I'm not even saying anything. But, um, <laughs> and then the 70s and then the 80s. Um, but, uh, the no, 2040s. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, Cleveland really uh, provided. A really good education on like, on rock um, and uh, soul. It was, so, and, it was so wild, man. A lot of people yeah. that had reunions and so forth. They would always right. start in Ohio. Oh yeah. Like like I remember Kiss. Mm-hmm. Kiss when they first came back, they had their first concert, their first reunion tour concert. I think the first one or, we were in Ohio. Dude, I was part of a mind ministry, a gospel mind ministry. You ever there heard we go. Of that? No. Okay. What age were you? Yeah. Heard of mind yeah, yeah. That sounds horrifying. It was horrible. Uh, really it was bad. a gospel like mind ministry. Like holding my arms to protect yeah, my, yeah. my yeah. <laughs> Save yourself. What'd you say? say yeah, yeah, gospel mind ministry. So, yeah, we did paint our faces white, had white gloves, and we're all black. Canceled. And we weren't going out here like this. Oh, God. 
Don't say that. <laughs> White face. I just, I just, <laughs> it's okay. It's been a while. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yo, and we would dance to like Kurt Franklin. We would like mob to like, yeah. I went to Kurt Franklin last August or something. Stop. At, at the, uh, what would it be like? The Steel Arena. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, one yeah. of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah, Kurt Franklin was. Yeah, yeah. So, so we would go he, to like he slapped his son on stage. It was great. No, he didn't. I'm just kidding. God, <laughs> you were troll for real. Yeah. <laughs> I believed you. I was like, no, yeah. Kurt. Uh, but uh, uh, I mean, I mean, he slapped his son. He probably yeah. like jump, but like, yeah. yeah. Oh goodness! Well, yeah. So I'm gonna get back to the mob story because okay, then we gonna get, we gonna go there. Yeah. You know, fame Kurt, Kurt Franklin on here. Um, he did no, 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 he did. He, he did. did. Yeah. Uh, he, he, Kurt, Kurt's different. Yeah. But um, huh? yeah. So we would go to like different towns and like we were in this parade in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, it was our first time like like going and being in a parade. We usually had churches and we're miming to like gospel music or whatever. But um, we were in this parade, and we were in Columbus, Ohio, and at the same time, uh, KISS was in Columbus, Ohio, doing their reunion tour. I think okay. this was their very first reunion tour, actually, mm-hmm. you know, as coming back together. And we were upstairs on the third floor, and we realized no one else was up there. Uh, it was just us. But actually, there was, because I heard one of the girls in the mind ministry, she was running up and down the hallway screaming in the hotel and I go out and long behold uh, she knocked on the door and ran and was screaming and the guy that came out was the cat from Kiss like the guy Ace Freely yeah Peter yeah. Chris yeah they I were all know, in the room which one. I don't know yeah. they were all in the room I thought so. it was important to rem- memorize yeah. their names as like yeah, eight, so fifth graders because I'm, so. I'm walking by and they had the door open I'm not going to say what was on the counter but there were some girls in there but they were all had their faces painted and yeah. I knew who they were because the reason I started watching MTV was I seen a Kiss a Kiss mm-hmm. uh, video yeah. and it was like the coolest thing ever in the world as well as Miss Fran at my daycare was mm-hmm. a Big Kiss fan, so I. What? How old were you doing? doing I this? was. I was what? Uh, I had to be six or seven. Okay. Doing the mind. That's really oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Doing no. The mind. Actually, you know what? I was a little older. Okay. Because I might have started around like eight or nine, actually, because okay. I was in. I was doing it until I was about. That's 12, 13. So I imagined like, you with a full beard doing this. I was like, <laughs> no, was, there was, I hate this. There, it was when the beard yeah. was growing. Like I had cousin, my yeah. cousin was 13, and he yeah. had the beard growing. Here. Like you, mm-hmm. So you put the white uh-huh. white on his face. You put the white face yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> on these yeah, yeah. See, and you, would you, see, you would see like the little, little yeah. hairs coming down. and like, you know. Yeah. But, um, when you saw Kiss, were you like, are you guys mimes? Like, yeah. When you saw no, the, no. Yeah. I knew who they were. I knew who they were. I was like, I don't know who they were. I was like, I knew who they were yeah. yeah it was really cool i didn't see gene but i seen i seen the rest of them i just that's knew awesome. like the, i knew him like you know cat face the star guy like yeah. that's the way i would call yeah, them you right. know but i knew exactly who they were and i knew they were in town because miss fran was like excited that we were going to columbus and, like oh kiss is there yeah they were in the same hotel so this is what they did i had a sticky note and i had them they all wrote uh their uh they did the autograph oh, i had nice. autograph it to miss fran and so when i got back to pittsburgh i went back to daycare i was able to hand it this yeah Whoa. And it was it blew i mean as I, the I, kids would say yeah the riz. yeah it was it was the shit <laughs> it was the shit yeah. uh and uh were you in love with this teacher she was cute her daughter was cute i was a, i was but, obsessed with my kindergarten my preschool teacher if i can yeah oh yeah it's going there it's going there I, I, okay i'm pretty sure i was 
like lovers with her in a past life <laughs> because of my like insane romanticism with this woman when I was yeah. like three or four years old. I was so in love with her. Her name was I won't say it, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird. I'm like I got you. I got you. I got you. She might still teach. So up. um, uh, I would um, we had the same birthday, four twenty six. So that was coming like up. done for me. I was like, it's magical. Oh yeah, it's coming yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So every year on her birthday from when I was three to like 16, I would go to her house and give her uh, um, uh, like a plant of roses that she could plant in her garden. Because mm. as a baby, as like a three-year-old, I said, I don't want to give her roses. I want to plant them in her garden so that they yeah. like grow forever yeah. so like my love will never die <laughs> like this is my plan to yeah, win got you. I'm yeah, she's been playing the long so game many, yeah. yeah yeah you, you, you I was, real like, one. so romantic with this lady and she was just like okay <laughs> you know yeah. but i was like so in love with her yeah and I, I'm, I'm convinced that i did that like four centuries ago you follow like, her do you roses. follow her on facebook no okay <laughs> we have zero contact <laughs> Zero contact. You say that because the, the mics are on? No, we really <laughs> okay, have no... Okay, okay, yeah, I got yeah. you. <laughs> I haven't seen her since probably high school. I, I still seen the little twinkle in your eye. I'm when you still in love. I, I got yeah. you. <laughs> in my memory... You'll catch her on the next My line. memory yeah. has morphed so much that she's now just April O'Neil. Okay. From the first two movies combined <laughs> into one human. Oh, man. So she's like, she'll never surpass yeah. that. She's not going to be April O'Neil when I see her. Oof. Yeah. April yeah. O'Neil. With the nice big yeah, 80s yeah. girls. That was, that was it, man. Go yeah. Ninja, go Ninja, go. Yeah. That was my jam. Uh, I, big fan. Big fan of Ninja Turtles as well as... <laughs> I, where are we at? Where are we at? Hold <laughs> up. Yeah, hold up. Where are we at? Hold up. This, this. Did you see the trailer for the Ninja Turtles? You forgot Turtles? we were doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. For a second, we were just <laughs> conversating. <laughs> but did you see the trailer for the new Ninja Turtles? No. It looks so good. I did. I went, I saw the yes. I saw the uh, It looks like they the, usually just the animation style maybe want to like leave the theater and go draw. Okay. It was so cool. Yeah, okay. it was it was badass. I I saw it um the trailer I went I went to the Mari movie. Oh, you did? Then, okay. Yeah. yeah. And the, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was badass. Okay. Speaking of drawing. Yeah. Speaking of drawing, let's talk about your art. Okay. Yeah. So yes. so like so you get down, you 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 hitting the canvas. Uh, I usually, I mean, just draw on, um, what's it called? Sketch, sketch pads. Sketch yeah. Uh-huh. pads? Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what is it that, uh, that, you, that you enjoy? I like drawing um, uh, Disney cartoon characters and um, still life and hu- like human bodies. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. All and right. mostly just sketching. Um Charcoal, pencil, kind of thing. You said charcoal as well. Yeah. So, have have you been taking any classes? Have you gone to any courses? I have in my in the past. I've taken some drawing classes that were very charcoal heavy, um, and uh, in undergrad. All Uh, right. Yeah. Is that why you came to Pittsburgh for school? No, actually, a lot of a lot of people did though because the. the um, art institute. Art institute. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shame on them. Yeah. Shame on them. But <laughs> from what I've heard, um, the teachers were fine, yeah. and a lot of a lot of the leading artists of today yeah. in the city did yeah. come out of it. Right. Absolutely. So one of my friends came here, uh, Sarah Coffee, who we mentioned yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, she moved here, and I moved to Columbus to go to Ohio State. And when we when I finished school, I moved over to Pittsburgh. I was already visiting pretty much monthly. Okay. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Got it. And so when you when you uh, when you got to Pittsburgh, what was like 
What what made you initially just like say, okay, Pittsburgh is the place for me? Right. Uh, it was uh, a dance group called Slow Danger, Anna Thompson, and yes. uh, Taylor Knight. Um, they were upstairs. Yeah, space upstairs. Well, I mean that's one of the places they yeah. play. But yeah, I'd rather yeah. just say Slow Danger. Yeah. But um, I yeah. Uh, so uh, I would go to their shows, take pictures of them, that kind of thing. And I would only see artists in Pittsburgh when I would visit. So I really yeah. thought Pittsburgh was like an art town. Right. I, I mean, if you were so oblivious it, it to can sports be. and anything, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like creatives and <laughs> improv and everything was just yeah. like, you know, a Paris. Yeah. But it was one of those things where you just were at the right place at the right time yeah. coming into the city. Right. And you was just you like you your whole perception. <laughs> Shame. I fool's I gold. Everything <laughs> that glisten isn't gold, y'all. I didn't <laughs> fall for it. Like the illusion didn't fade for years, though. Yeah. I really was yeah. convinced that it was an art town until one day I was like, I am in, like, <laughs> Appalachia. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. I had this some friends like, come. Out. I had some <laughs> friends. <laughs> you could listen to an old episode um, with my friend Jerry Campos, and he came from West Coast, and we both grew up on the West Coast, and yeah. um, it was fun to have him out. But he, like, the things that he saw that were just, like, he thought he was in a different world. He's like, I've never seen a train car full of coal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, look at the boats, man. And yeah. then he's like, like, mind blown. Like, there's just, like, boats, like, pushing, you know, talk about pushing yeah. millions of pounds. That blew coal. his mind? And he couldn't handle it. He's like, <laughs> he said he couldn't handle it. I don't think that's even legal in California. I don't think yeah. you can even have coal. It's probably not legal here. I but, mean. But we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, once you see it for what it is and you're like, ah, this is kind of. Um, you know, a little rusty, and, and yeah. Uh, yeah, there's and and then the the politics can be a little bit also kind of rusty, right? Like, and uh, so, but it's important to be self aware and to see see everything for what it what it's worth. Um, I believe you can take everything for what it's worth um, in in a respectful way. Like um, I say, like take it for what it's worth, meaning like don't. Um, don't overemphasize what you think it might be or mm-hmm. over romanticize and just realize like what it is at its base. Yeah. Um, but it that's takes hard a, for me. It takes a lot of I romanticize. Like, oh of course. For sure. I was yeah. just gonna say I was that's like, like oh, that's oh, like oh. trying to like calm yeah. it down. Yeah. You know, like like yeah. relax. It's not it, it not everything has to be this like big thing. Right. Um, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Nah, absolutely. Yeah. And because always, everything yeah. you want to do everything big like every time it, it's like big gestures big um, you know try to do big things and, and there's there's a time and place mm-hmm. that, you, that that is definitely necessary right um, but you you need to have balance and, um, you know we're talking about like everything comes in waves and you've got to just like um, there is a time and place for that but there's also a time and place for perspective right so um, yeah I feel like you are that was a Rorschach test. <laughs> like what you said. Like yeah. I'm sure every audience member, like a listener, has a different opinion on like yeah. the specifics of that. Because while you were saying that, I was just I like, this is why I got broken up with in December. <laughs> oh, exactly. Because, I, no, for real though, I was, um, every date, I just wanted it to be fun and I yeah. wanted to have fun and I, we never like hung out on the couch. Yeah. Hmm. You know, so I think it was missing the authenticity, the genuine, it was just like a roller coaster uh, theme park relationship. Mm. Um, but that's because I didn't want to um, not appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to like um, be in love and like appreciate it and like 
not look back and be like, oh, why weren't you into it? Yeah. But then I guess I was over into it. Yeah. And it was just as fake or something. It, it was just as, yeah. It, it was, was just balance. as non-authentic. Yeah. 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 It's hard, though. It is, absolutely. It's Especially, so uh, also experiencing ADHD, like, yeah. you have these um, times where you're, you know, you just get very excited about specific things and you, like, kind of tunnel into it. Yes. Um, so learning how to you know navigate that is obviously um where you find that balance yeah it's, it's it's not i mean i'm uh in my mid-30s and i'm still figuring it out so it's not like it's not like we got everything figured no. out but we're, uh-uh. we're trying and that's why we're here right uh, exactly yeah yeah on uh, thoughtful discussion discussions <laughs> with josh schneider <laughs> hey, hey, let me ask you a question. Sure. So, how, all right, rank number one, uh-huh. drag queen in the city. That, yeah. Did I put that correctly? Yes, yeah. How did that come to be? Right. And how does it feel? You know, um, it feels awesome. I really, I am so happy with it. Yeah. yeah. I uh, wanted it and got it, and yeah. it, it felt as good as I thought it would. Which doesn't happen often. Yeah. You know, yeah. but like, um, so uh, I would say that maybe. Um, it doesn't wear off. We're, we're no, three times. We're three times yeah? number one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For, yeah. for yeah. my yeah. print for my yeah. print shop. Yeah. Right. Okay. And right. It's yeah, just like. Yeah. Yeah. And we printed, that's we printed for that's, stuff too. Yeah, yeah. That's the. I didn't have that context. Okay. Now it all makes sense. Okay. God, excuse yeah. me. That's an hour. PJH print ship. Check us out. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. We've used you. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah, um, we do a bunch of stuff with Sarah, yeah. so anytime Did you have the, uh, like, circular printing machine? Um, like, it had, like, a bunch of... For t-shirts? Yeah. Uh, so maybe when I was a partner at Revival? That's where it was. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. where, yeah. So I came that's up... so far And um, it was, so when I first started, yeah. the brand was S and Son Printing, and it was just me and my son and basically oh, nice. um i had him with me every day for the first like 14 months of his life yeah and i started the business because he was born oh okay, and then um so he didn't do a lot of work <laughs> yeah he doesn't pull his chair he uh it, it i i knew i started every day with like the cost of what daycare would be as like a bonus of like all right oh well, smart yeah yeah so I was stay home full-time dad right. and uh, needed to be with him and also work and, mm-hmm. and make money and and so it was, a, it was a good kind of middle ground. Um, I had done screen printing for 11 years before that. Yeah. And so I knew a lot about the printing industry, graphic design, lots of things. And um, I had business ownership experience back from when I was in California. And, and so when he was born, it kind of gave me that opportunity. That was my jumping off point to be able to um, take the time to build a business and, and kind of do it and model it kind of off of what I did before, but change all the things I wanted to change and kind of start fresh. And um, and so as I was doing that revival, we were working together and, and uh, then I wanted to expand, but I wasn't quite ready to like get my own storefront mm-hmm. yet. And so um, I made a proposal to share, basically share the brand, make mm-hmm. it like a co-working um, space between them and us. And so they had a, this screen printing shop and, I did the copy center and we, we kind of had our, we kept everything separate as far as like our money and our, um, you know, but we shared our customers, we shared the name, mm-hmm. we shared the branding and advertising and we blew up. Um, we went from share, you know, we both individually had 
under a thousand customers when, mm-hmm. we, when we started wow. and in two years we had over three thousand that's customers. amazing yeah and Sheesh. so then i moved up to bloomfield mm-hmm. and the brand was flower city printmakers okay um, I that. and yeah yeah and that was there for three years and then we moved down to um etna where we're at now which is like twice as big and great um we're we're really loving it and we've, we've definitely changed a lot in our business uh, now it's just my fiance and i and so it's just the two you of got us got rid of the sun Smart. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> uh, still a main focus, and I got a big, po- a big uh, banner yeah. of him on the on the window. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Shout out to Shark. Shout yeah. out to Brittany as well. Yeah. Hello. It's yeah. lovely. So, um, really appreciate being able to to do all of that. And, yeah. and have um, this. The I think the community and and the the print shop. Like, I I, I think I said this on the last episode. Like, yeah. I do like printing. But I love small business. I love mm-hmm. the economics behind it. I love art. I love the art, like artists and, and like the, so being like a part of the community, being a resource, that's really, I think what like kind of yeah. sets it off for me. Mm. And uh, and then being able to spin it off into something like this, which is more of like a long game type, mm-hmm. um, dig a little deeper and, and, and do this. So really proud of of mm-hmm. the work that we've been putting in and, and the the uh, community that we've, that we've had and built yeah. and, um, I'm excited to see what happens to it in the future. So, um, yeah. speaking of that, uh, I wanted to ask you what you, if you have any like goals or what you think your future might look like. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, I like base my career off of, um, the, they're called, um, what are they called? They're called, um, high concept characters or mm. they're called, there's another word for it. Um, it's called something like character drag. That's not what it's called. Okay. Where it is um, a fully committed persona that you yeah. you know live in. Yeah. Um, and those examples would be um, Elvira, PB Herman, wrestlers like yeah. The Undertaker, yeah. or um, even like Mankind was yeah. someone else. Right, Cactus Jack. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He was uh, when you dude interview love. him. Yeah, when yeah. he's dude love, he's dude love. Yeah. Maybe once in a while he'll be the actual artist in an interview who's talking about all those characters. But very... Furley, what's his, what was his real name? But anyway, I get it. I yeah. Get it. Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah. And rappers do it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't admit it though, but they'll mm-hmm. be in this persona for years. You yeah. know? And um, uh, so drag queens are a little bit more, um, they admit more that it's a, mm-hmm. a persona. But... Um, so I look to a lot. Most drag queens look to the look to pop stars for their career moves. So it's mm-hmm. like, let's learn choreo, let's right. do a music video, let's do a photo shoot. Right. The end. Uh, I look to like Joan Rivers, Rosie mm-hmm. O'Donnell, like TV hosts, TV producers. So it's like, what should we do next? A candy, a toy, a a right. blanket, um, a t- Christmas special. Right. Um, I I also host a, a podcast. Okay. Um, not sure if you knew. It's called Christmas is Cancelled. <laughs> And uh, yeah, yeah, and what yeah. we do is we uh, discuss holiday episodes, Christmas episodes, any holiday actually, of TV sitcoms, mm. um, and it's it's fun um, and it's silly and it's bad and we also get to talk about like a lot of the, the people and stuff. But, you ever uh, looking for a place to record? You let me know. Yes, I'll, I'll give you my card oh, before definitely. you before you guys okay, before that. you leave out here. Yeah, that'd be know. excellent. So I just kind of want Princess Jafar to have anything, everything that like. Um, that like a P.B. Herman would have mm. movies, comic books, all of that, all that world. So, mm. um, I'm just you know, my, my goal, 
really that what it's been like the big picture is uh, an abandoned theme park to live in into my old age. I want to have Princess Jafar's Bizarre World, right. um, <laughs> and then I want it to be shut down, and I just want to live in a spire with this dilapidated <laughs> roller coaster around me. But yeah, that's, so that's the, the goal. goal. That's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal. To be to live in Pittsburgh in a broken down old theme park and just have rumors about me. Like I'm Princess not Jafar's mad park. at that. Right? I'm not mad at that. That actually sounds yeah. like a great like. You should right. like make a movie out of that. that that's some movie All material. Right. Yeah, you, you know. should write that. Okay, I'll work. I'll work. Out yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. also, I mean, if you live it, I mean, they'll yeah. make the movie. About right. It. That's yeah. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. goal. And you want to make a movie? Yeah. It's like, oh, this was based <laughs> off of true events. Right. That's that's absolutely yeah. interesting. I wouldn't expect that. That's 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 an individual <laughs> goal. That's not singular. That's that's, yeah. that's there's no one else in the world that has that goal. Right. And that's exactly what of it, becoming that, a Scooby Doo villain. Yeah. But that's yeah. <laughs> in the abandoned trailer park. In the abandoned theme park. Yeah. Those damn kids. Yeah. That's uh, all. That's all. Be. That is. I, I mean, that's that's interesting. I like that. I like that. I like the oh, fact yeah. that you have a goal that's based around your joys and your happiness and what you want to see. Who cares what anybody else? Wants? Yeah, it's, I just want like yeah. just want to be able to watch sitcoms. Yeah, forever. That's it. Yeah, uh-huh. that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if there was something that you could say to the person that was st- that, say you were sitting there across from yourself, the person that was just starting this journey that yeah. you're doing now, right? And you had some advice for that person. What would that advice be? It would definitely be never stop sucking your own dick. Because that's a rare skill, and you're gonna really regret losing that flexibility. Mm-hmm. So talk that shit. Yeah, you don't need anybody <laughs> if you can do that. So just, I'm so sad that I can't do that anymore. Um, but uh, no, I would definitely say um, to to my younger self. Um, I guess so. Maybe I don't even know. I think I did a lot of things all right. Yeah. I took a lot of classes from people around town. I like tried to educate myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, did everything I could uh, to get here. So, I don't know. I, I, one thing I kind of want to answer a question from earlier was like how I got to this point. But yeah. it's it's an interesting journey for me because it went just to put it like blank. Like matter of fact, it went. Um, it went. Um, I want to make an animated film, mm-hmm. and then I said, "Well, I can't really animate." Okay, I'll do claymation. And yeah. then that was really hard too. And yeah. I was like, "Well, I can take photos of people as claymation and just have them move." So mm. I made a couple short films where, like, it was I called it live stop motion Ooh. or something like that. Yeah. And then can I uh, watch those. Yeah, I can send it to you. Yeah. 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 And then um, moved into like phot- that the photography element of that of taking those photos really fascinated me, um, mm. and I was already going to school for writing. So it was writing, photography. Um, I started doing um, like film work in the city, music video work in the city. And then um, uh, once I was making videos, I was presenting them. So I was starting to event plan and um, host and realize like, you know, all these other people are dressed up. I can get, you know, I can get more dressed up right. and, until the point where it's like, oh, I need, every, I need hair. I need all this stuff. And yeah. I'm, I'm a drag queen now. Um, and like, so I guess I want to say that like, um, writing was fine 
but photography was the moment, and then videography was the moment, and then performance was the moment. Yeah. And I just like I'm an artist throughout. Yeah. I just want anyone mm. listening to know that your current obsession it might just be a, a stepping stone, not to like absolutely take that seriously, take that so seriously, pretend that it's going to do for the rest of your life, but right. they all build onto the next. Thing. Yeah, uh-huh. I love that. Yeah, which is a lot of drag. Yeah. You know, drag yeah. queens are. Um, seamstresses, singers, actors, right. yeah. all those things. And it's a, it's a, it's a like a, a master art form. Yeah, I think I have one last question. So sure. the second grader that stood up and said, "I'm a girl. Yeah, I'm gay. Yeah." Um, that at what point did it click that you? wanted to do drag that wasn't th- that wasn't yeah, the was idea probably then. the same time yeah. yeah really early on one of my favorite memories is yeah. like looking in the mirror i was probably like one and a half or two and a half very early yeah and uh looking at the mirror and myself in my sister's pink dress yeah they were just dressing me up for funny and i was yeah. like i am beautiful i felt so <laughs> yeah. pretty because yeah. i had two older sisters so like i want to be pretty like that too yeah. and um uh every year for halloween from like preschool till right fourth or fifth grade I was Captain Hook Captain Hook has a wig jewelry like yeah. the fluffy shirt and he gets to be mean and like now I'm Princess <laughs> Jafar it's pretty much yeah. the same thing um, and then like something that was also huge for me that I want to share is that in eighth grade my sister my older sister was Michael Jackson for Halloween when she was in eighth grade <laughs> I love it and then my second older like my uh, the middle child sister she was Prince for Halloween in eighth grade mm. so I felt this super pressure at, from elementary school that I knew I was going to have to do a gender-bending mm. um, Halloween costume in 8th grade. For some reason, that was like... Because my sisters both did a gender-bending outfit in 8th grade. I had to do one, too. So in 8th um, grade for Halloween, I was Frankenfurter. It's like 2000 or 2001 in like booty shorts from Rocky yeah. Horror and the yeah. fishnets and the wig and everything. And all my like 7th grade, 8th grade friends are like, what are you doing? And like right. one of the parents was like, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and like the other parents were like, you're not allowed to hang out with Mario ever again. And like, yeah. um, so, and then like, I was just in, in high school for all yeah. the spirit days, yeah. I would do drag for the spirit days. So like, I would just like go nuts with the theme and just right. any moment where I could slip into, uh, in the society at the time to slip in any, Gender expression, queerness was you, you were the moment. Yeah, in, in school I was voted, you know, most original and top ten most memorable, which just yeah. meant I was the only out queer person in a school <laughs> of two thousand people. So, just a different time in a yeah. small town yeah. too. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that, that that's a different type of strength. That's a different type of strength. Um, yeah, and, and it, I don't know because most. Yeah. Most stories I hear on podcasts of successful queer celebrities at, th- at this time, mm-hmm. almost every ninety nine percent of the stories go. But my parents were there mm. to support me and yeah. say you're doing the right thing, and it, it was really frustrating for years to hear all these stories. Like, well, fuck you, great, yeah. and yeah. I kind of want to be a story for people to be like. And then my parents didn't support me, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. You can yeah. still get that strength from you, mm-hmm. or from a you know from right. somewhere you know. Grandma, sisters. Grandma, somewhere, yeah. There's you uh-huh. know, someone out there that's going to shine for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's hard to focus on that when you really want your parents. Of course. You know, or whoever it is you really want. Right. You know, it's hard to recognize the, the love. But to let them see that it's still possible yeah. to do it 
without that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Sometimes what we really want is not what we actually need. Yeah. Because you, 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 you can't, you, you, you turned out perfect. Thank you. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we're all right where we're meant to be. Yes. So. Right. Thoughtful discussions. <laughs> we gotta take that clip and just use that. Yeah, we are. We just gotta use that. <laughs> That's gonna be the intro. Well, you know, um, where where can they find you? Where? Oh where, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Princess Jafar. P R I N C E S S J A F A R. Princess Jafar on Instagram. You can find my podcast wherever. I like to say wherever. Uh, is it wherever gumdrops dream and podcast stream? Um, and it's hard <laughs> to say. That doesn't really make any sense. Us, us too. That is yeah. a great one liner, yo. And uh, I'll be at Arboretum all summer long with a with a weekly okay. weekly late, late night talk show. We should have you on as guests. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I want to recommend a guest for you, Kid Mental, my creative partner, Ooh. is uh, improv. The name, be artist. The B-artist. name in general, yeah, it has me intrigued. Okay, great. Kid mental. One word, lowercase. He's Kid, a. I would up. say he's a yeah, savant. Yeah. I don't know if a savant is a canceled word, but he. It's impossible for him to mess to mess up. He can just okay. go forever, and every everything he plays comes from his mouth. So it's just like, nuts. It's so impressive. I would love to see him perform. Uh, we'll be at Spirit May seventh for May 7th. Michael Jackson night. It's gonna be fun. Yes. Hello. Oh, um, wish I could do that better, but that just that, that, that came nice. from the spirit. That was great. Yeah. yeah, that came from the spirit. Yeah, <laughs> at it's spirit. hard. Yeah. May seventh. May seventh. But find me on Instagram, it? and then all the links will you can find from there. Got the videos on YouTube and all that. So. Definitely. Yeah. All right, you guys heard it yourself. Um, yeah, my name is Corey O'Child. You can find me at Move seventy eight. That's what, Move underscore 78 that's where you can find uh, all my artwork and my personal that's my personal account but if you guys like what you hear you like how the audio sounds you like how the video sounds you like what the podcast is doing and you guys want to tell your own story or rent a podcast studio to do your podcast please don't hesitate to hit 1020 the 1028 podcast studio on facebook instagram um wherever you wherever you put it in at it should pop up youtube i mean TikTok. just tick yeah, TikTok. I, I have a TikTok, and my own TikTok, like Josh's on TikTok, is a whole different story. But you can find me anywhere. That's good. Um, don't forget that it's in Sharpsburg. It's a, easy to get to, and um, it's also very affordable. So definitely Absolutely. hit up Corey. And uh, for myself, uh, Josh Snyder eighty six is uh, my main page on Instagram. And from there, you can pretty much get to everywhere else. So check out PGH Printship. Check out uh, Thoughtful Discussions on everything else. And um, Pittsburgh Museums. I don't plug that enough as well. I'm a board Ooh. member there. So that's a, oh. that's a fun one. Um, and, uh, you know, take a listen. Uh, and we appreciate you so much for, for hanging out with us and, and, you know, enjoying this. And we hope that you were able to gain something and uh, share it with a friend. Absolutely. Now you guys know what you know what the how we end this. Uh, go out there, do something beautiful. The world is counting on you. Uh, remember, this world's a blank canvas. It's up to each and every one of us to grab that paintbrush and paint this masterpiece together. Hello, let's get it. All right. Any last words? Bye, Habibis. You know what it is. You know what it is.
Let's get it. That was fun.